What's going on, Podheads, and welcome to the freshest episode of Two Homies Chat. On this episode, we dive into this year's Super Bowl halftime show. We break it down piece by piece, and we give props to where the props are due. And we are all in on the Olympic Games Beijing 2022. So please sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Recorded live via Zencaster. Two homies chatting. Chatting. Podcast THC. Two homies chatting. Two homies chatting. The podcast THC. Podcast THC. Two homies chatting. Chatting. How's it sound? Is it sound alright? That's Yeah, I mean, loud and clear over here. I, get, I finally turned my, my heater off. I, I bet I sound a little bit better now. You sound great. Loud and clear. Let's see. We got Marley over there looking like she doesn't know how to chew on a Frisbee. She yeah, I got fell the back. Yeah, she almost fell pups. back. Like eating the... that Frisbee, almost like, oh. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I got the pups with me tonight here in the lab. That's... And in the, I'm surrounded the by fluff. I'm surrounded by fluff. They've torn the fluff out of every toy I buy them. And it's everywhere in the lab. But uh, they're good pups. Marley I try to Hague. avoid the fluff, fluffy toys for that. I, know, I usually like do too. I usually do too. Um, and then the one time that I didn't was this time recently no I'm it swimming. is i'm swimming in it i'm so it's, it's yeah. a bad move it's a bad move it's a bad look it's all good. it's it's more probable than not that brutus destroys a fluffy toy in a matter of minutes like i mean it's it's minutes like there was a toy i found designed at PetSmart that was like designed for you to tear is a stuffed animal that had a toy inside of it so it was designed. Des- the the stuffed animal was not designed to be shredded and destroyed. And then there was like a tougher toy, but like those tough toys with the German Shepherd are like, come on, dude. It's nah, not tough. It doesn't matter. Well, not what the fuck are we doing here? They're not tough. Like, They're not tough. Yeah. They got the uh, pops and my sisters all have German Shepherds, um, and and yeah, dude, those dogs are strong dogs, good dogs too. Turns out I'm a collie guy. I got a border collie. Now I have an Australian Shepherd puppy, Marley. She's just like four months old, five months old. So she's fresh. Um, and she is, she's a hellion. She's like, she's straight up down under style. Like she lives with no rules or regard to anybody. She's going to put you That's on the not bobby. Enough. That's enough. <laughs> God, that's a knot exactly she lives <laughs> like that like it's straight down under she just oh she's smart though so really smart. we're gonna just call her backwoods marley huh just straight Ooh. backwoods marley i like that i like that you know got, she got a nickname she don't hear that you got a high <laughs> she, yeah. marley you got you got that nah dad you you rocking bluetooth <laughs> oh my bad my bad yeah you right you right you're marley right. good observation that's my you're bad right. <laughs> yeah it's uh uh you know they they say it and i don't mean you know no disrespect when i say it i think this is more of um uh 
It's more about observation than it is about character when I say this, okay? But they do call them the terrible twos, right? Like the second one, right? Or is that an age thing? It's an age thing when they usually say that. Um, I thought that was like a partner in crime thing. Like, oh, we got a second one. (laughs) Because I always feel like like the second person (laughs) immediately starts observing and is like, oh, all that shit. Oh, you just... Yeah, you just do what they say. Well, what if we did it this way? Like, yeah. like, and then ends up terribly doing its thing. But I, they can, I they guess can spark mutiny. They can mutiny yeah. against the way things have been done forever. Hank um, and Marley are going to unionize themselves to. Nah, to Hank has <laughs> no interest in changing any of the way that any of the things have, are done or have been done for the last seven years of his life. He's not interested in that at all. That's his biggest complaint. He's like. Shut up, puppy. This is lay down time. Obviously, dad's in his chair. Lay down. Like, why don't you get this? And she's barking at both of us. And he looks at me with the face, with the border collie face that like can like speak human words. And he's like, This is your fault. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, You did this, dad. You did this. Remember how we could just peacefully watch the brownies play? Well, now we can't do peacefully do anything. Yeah, that's the problem with with pups and and uh, you know it's been a long time since I've had a puppy, but we we puppy sat a while back, and when it got too quiet, that's when I was like, "All right, what the fuck's this motherfucker doing, They're man?" Pooping. Like I was like, <laughs> They're pooping yeah, I was in like, the house. I was like, "Why is this so quiet? Why don't I hear you? Like, what do you win? What surprisingly, once they get into something, it's like." They good. Like, look they at you. I, to do. You got that high ball glass going, dog. You rocking that high ball glass, huh? Get a little, get a little, 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 uh, little pregame juice. Little wet the whistle, you know. A little, a little, a little, a little, shake it up. Little, little shake it up. That's what I call it. The up. Won't you stop me up on never snow? Little Mick Jagger. That's that's what you're feeling. I'm gonna I'm gonna actually crack into this. I think because I'm. Can just, we do beers? Because I'm dying. To I think we to should beers. do. Yeah, like I think we should do the beers. You want to go? You should. You beer. You beer first. Because I'm interested to, you want in what me you to start beer. Yeah, because well, you were highball glass in. I just you know wetting the whistle like you were saying here, but <laughs> as we do here on the the podcast THC, we we like to highlight a local beer. And you know, a lot of times we're out a there. Local trying to, we're trying to find the new one, the the local beverage, the Brewster that just started up. That's got the beer and that's got the art, and it's just like, oh, here's this fresh new beer that nobody's ever heard of. We're always doing that, and I really like that. I like that about us. We're trying. We're trying. But this time, I've got a classic. I've got a standard one that we've drank for years and will drink for years to come. It ain't broke. Don't fix it. The Wasatch IPA. Oh, classic. Oh, come all ye faithful, mm. joyful, and triumphant. <laughs> That's a uh, me and- drink this beer in Ken's garage. Ooh, I like that. 
I figured it, your garage has a Bethlehem vibe, but you know, maybe it kind of does. It kind of feels like a manger in here. <laughs> I like uh, that your can is the same color as my sweatshirt. That's nice. And I'm going to join you, Kenny, because, you know, before I left out of town, we did record, but then things got too crazy. So I highlighted this on an episode that's unaired, which will be aired on our digitally remastered uncut episodes whenever we decide to get Julio to do that for us. But uh, I'm rocking the the Breakside Rainbows and Unicorns again. Rainbows and Unicorns. It's an ale, right? It's a let's see here. We got um it's an Indian pale ale, Kenny. That's and an it's IPA. A, yeah, and it's a Portland, Oregon employee owned Breakside Brewery. What is it? Breakside? Breakside. Like break like I break everything side. Like I broke the side. Breakside. Like you you went outside and you broke the siding. You you break you I but you would that, say it, so I you'd be like I I, I, break, I break side. I break the side. I break, I break side. siding. <laughs> I break table. I break me break desk. I break side. Is there Unicorns anything that like and, and woozles? What is it? Heffalumps and woozles. Ra- rainbows and unicorns, rainbows bro. Look at this unicorns. Look at this well-dressed unicorn with the blazer. Yeah. It, and it's got ra- like a Ralph a rainbow Stedman. tie. It's got a Ralph Steadman vibe to it. The guy who used to do this, the illustrating for Hunter S. Thompson. Mm. Sorry, I was drinking. Oh, mustache fluff. Um, yeah, I've seen some art on that. Yeah, I've seen, God, I've my, seen this is my favorite part of the show. The beers. It's my favorite part. Yeah. Like, you could beers. probably just do that like five times and call it good. Like, just five different beers. The beer what? tasting. Two homies tasting beers. That's our spinoff pod. We're gonna do that. We should do that. I like. I'm we'll all just about taste that. Like honestly, six or seven beers in a row, and we just get like we'll super just alternate drunk beers. Yeah, dude, we gotta do this. We'll just just pod. spend. Yeah, we'll it's just a Friday night, and we'll. Pod. Yeah, we'll just do Depends it. I can't and... go to work after that. <laughs> yeah, you're like. Uh, what we should do too is we should uh, make sure that. After each episode, towards the end of each episode, we get Uber Eats so that food gets delivered to us and we surprise everybody That's, with our order as well. There's a sponsorship opportunity in there as well, my dude. So let's consider, let's take Mem- this offline. But, but, yeah, uh, m- member FDIC. Yeah, but thanks to everybody for hanging, hanging in with us while we get these beers yeah. going because now, now we can get to the meat of the pod. The meat and the potatoes. Kenny, what's the meat and potatoes today? Well, really, there's two main things that we need to cover today on the agenda. And that's SB56. Super Bowl 56 for our listeners that aren't good at acronyms. And the Beijing 2022 Winter Olympics. USA Hockey, come on, man. What are we doing here? What are we, what oh, are yeah. we, what are we playing for? What are we playing a gold, for? a gold medal. Oh, you're talking about the men there with the nothing, but that's a tough one. That was a that was a tough one for sure. Um, but the women are in a gold medal uh, game this evening, actually. Um, so, but but yeah. So the, those are the two things. I don't know. There's a couple of other things. Actually, you know, we should probably start um, start with the shout out, a homie highlight shout out. 
if that's all right. Oh, and then, and yeah. then from there, you can you can decide which direction we go. Um, I'm all about. I'm you know I'm 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 like water, bro. I'm fluid. All right. That's, that's what I, I like about water. You. The water is good. the greatest good. The so, greatest good is like water. You said um, that. Uh, that's that's uh. What's 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 a, what's a how do you say the name? You you say it better than. Oh, that's from the uh, Tao Te Ching. Yeah, da, Tao mm-hmm. Te Ching. Tao Tao Te T. It's their T's or D's. Their T's are pronounced yeah. like D's. The Tao, the, the Lao Tzu, the Taoist Lao philosophy. Tzu. That's Lao right. Tzu. Yeah. Lao Tzu is yeah. the, uh, the That's often author. references some of the books I've been reading. He's often often referenced. He's the guy. I mean, it ties into stoicism and all that good stuff. There, you know? there's strong parallels. Um, there's a cool guy. I'll send you some videos. There's a YouTuber. You know, I'm gonna shout him out while we're on the podcast here, the Two Homies Chatting Podcast. Um, that's Two Homies Chatting at Gmail and you can find us on all your pods but if you're hearing this email you already, us. you already know that because you found us so good job um but there's a guy i, I believe and if i pronounce this wrong forgive me but his name is einsel hunger and he's um from denmark i believe and he's a philosophy student and he does the toppest of notchest philosophy videos covering specifically Taoist and Stoic philosophies. And his videos are excellent summaries with perfect correlations to our current times. That's that's what he does best. He'll take a the because it's sometimes it's hard to read a book that's 2500 years old and yeah. relate it to your life today. Like that's tough. Yeah. People struggle. There's How to a couple correlate of religions that, that struggle with that. Right. Yeah. He does a really yeah. good job of, of relating it. Cause it's absolutely relatable. So, is, so are the other ones that's relatable. If you know what you're talking about. Yeah. Like the theory, the theories of life really haven't changed. Right. Like, like life has evolved, but some things are as ancient as old. like, People were still worried about what other people thought of them two thousand years ago. You know, like like those same uh, true. Uh, complexes still existed. You know, where you had like somebody had way too much ego, somebody was insecure, some all that shit still existed. So you, you know, you got to learn to navigate it, and they just navigated it through terms back then. But the language is involved to where like you know, oh, that's fire. Uh, means oh that's cool versus oh that's actually fire so oh you know, that's actually fire call yeah, the fire department like, yeah. the term the terminology has absolutely changed so much. I sent you the guy Einzelhanger you gotta check that out um, no, okay, I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie okay so by the way I was googling this and I didn't realize that his name was just like one word so so like I was searching for Einzel which. I did uh, E-I-N-Z-E-L, right? Um, like, as the first name, space, and then I was searching hunger. <laughs> so, ain't, ain't shit coming up for me, man. I, knew, I was, I, I was I no luck. Your, I saw you look for it, and I saw that wall, and so I, I sent it to you really quick so that you could find it. It's good. I, um, for our listeners out there who might also want to check this out, and you might also be wondering how to spell it, since I might 
not be certain how to pronounce it. I'm going to give it to you right here because I like his videos a lot. And I still, I, I rewatch them. They're good. Um, all one word. Einzelganger. E-I-N-Z-E-L-G-A with the two dots above it. N-G-E-R. Yeah. That's his name. Look him up, everybody. And if you want, you could just email us and we'll put you on our weekly newsletter of the things me and Ken like. The pups are in the newsletter. I don't know why you aren't. I'd oh, like to I'd like to shout out a like, homie. Come on though. now. Like Yo, to shout, shout out, out the homie. homie. I'd like to shout out the shout- homie. I put this in the note. Eagles safety. Anthony Harris with the way cool move. Um, basically a big Eagles fan in Texas uh, recently lost her father and her mother reached out and asked him if he'd go to a father daughter function with the daughter. And he was not only all about it, but he just jumped in and covered it and made it the time of this kid's life. And I just wanted to give you a big, strong shout out and a cheers for being a good person above all else. Oh, yeah. We're cheersing to this gentleman. I'm looking at these photos, man. They look awesome. Right? Like, you see them? Goes goes out, takes her. Like she says, um, it's beyond a blessing. You know, like it's just like it's, it's a game changer for, for this person in, in their life right now. And what a cool move, like to, to, to step way out of his way to do that. Shout out to you for being a good person. That's a homie. Yeah, it's, that's a homie helping that other is, homies. That is a homies helping homies, right? And that's what we're about. That's right? what we're homies about. Homies helping homies. Everybody love everybody. You know, it's all about doing, uh, you know, helping thy neighbor, right? We're like adventuring this life all together. We're all going through the same shit, you know? So like... Using your platform. I don't even think he's even using his platform. You know, it's like that reminder that when you're a fan of a sports team, you become fans of random players of the sports teams, you know, and like everybody. Yeah, this is this is her favorite player on on her favorite team. And they live in Texas. This is a middle school aged. I'm going to say it white girl. Like I'm just gonna let yeah. you know that this is a middle age, middle school age white girl in Texas whose favorite player is this safety in this, and like that is cool in and alone of itself. Shout out to this girl for being cool, and and for mom for just you know using. We're all connected now. Why not reach out, knowing how much it might mean, and and just Anthony Harris, cool move to just jump in. I guess he had like a week's notice. Like he just jumped right in. No heads up for no profit, oh, for awesome. no cause. There's no NFL hours being clocked here. It's just a dude doing something good for somebody else. And I like that. That's awesome, dude. I'm gonna drink Congrats, for man. You, bro. I, yeah, cheers. Cheers to Anthony Harris. It's a cool move. Uh, yeah, man. It's all about, I think that stuff's amazing, especially because, you know, um, I I hope that if, like, uh, you become a famous athlete, right? Like you think about the times when you were a kid 
going to go watch your favorite athlete and hoping that they would notice you or, you know, like, and I'm sure it's exhausting of some level, right? Like doing all that, but like the amount of, uh, positive energy that those moments create are, are awesome. That girl's going to remember that for the rest of her life. Rest of her life. Game changer. Like, like, like recently losing her father, having to probably, face a father daughter dance at middle school after that happened. Yeah. And having that event change from like the most traumatic event of her middle school age to like the most memorable and pivotal and positive moment is huge swing. And yeah. you know, who knows like what, what that means to her and what that goes on to and what she does later. Like, you know what I mean? That's yeah. the effect. That's the effect. Or the relationship that they create, know. like, yeah, for sure. Like, and she had that opportunity to like turn all that noise off right in that yep. moment, you know, just yep. like living in that moment. Completely surprised too, right? Like, um, that's what the photos look like. Like she had no she was idea. Surprised. That it was his. a surprise. Yeah. That was awesome. Cool, man. Way cool. Yeah. I thought it was really cool and worth note. Fuck. I like it. Homies helping homies out there. Uh, homies helping homies. Two ho- uh, here, right here on two homies chatting. Homie highlight. Anthony Harris. <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles. What number is he, Kenny? Do you know his number? Not, I got not in the Super Bowl. But uh, I, I don't. But there's a picture I could find. 28. Number 28? Yeah. Ooh, 356 tackles. Four fumble recoveries and one touchdown. Voller. Apparently, they just talk football. Him and this 12-year-old girl. That's awesome. That's rad. So this girl's like all about about the game. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Oh, this was his first year in Philly, too. He was in Minnesota for, for, uh, uh, what's that? One, two, three, four, five, six years? Yeah. That's cool, man. Yeah. Really kind of uh, started coming around. He played in a lot of games uh, early in his career, but didn't start much. And then around 2019 started and then uh, started um, every game since. And he moved to safety. It was free safety. Yeah. All right, dude. All right. That's what's up. Oh. Yeah. Man, how about of, that? Speaking of safeties, there were none in the Super Bowl, Kenny. And no uh, safeties. What did you think? Tell me, you know. It's a pretty broad question. That's a pretty broad question, my friend. But I'll, I'll tell you what I thought. Um, I thought that um, there was the typical hype leading up to the event and this event lived up to the hype. That's what I thought. Do you, were you expecting? Okay. So let's break it down. Okay. Let's break it down a little bit more. This is a podcast after all, we're supposed to go into a little bit of detail. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Uh. let's talk there's a big thing in the middle of the game that we need to chat about and, and maybe we save that. For a second, and let's chat. Let's let's talk football. Let's talk Bengals Rams outcome. You surprised? Um, uh, I'm surprised that there were so many flags to finish the outcome. Like after the whole game, kind of clean thought, game. Pretty clean game. Up yeah, to that I point. thought. 
And then they came out and then they started. Yeah, I didn't out. think that. that <laughs> yeah, because I, I, I didn't think that hit on Cup was hard. I, I didn't think that was dirty. It looked clean, um, but it yeah, was everything led with the helmet. Like, but I mean, like he still he still got that. I mean, that act, it looked good. It yeah, it looked act, good. It was motion. I thought so too. I'm with you there, actually. And then I didn't think that the the defensive holding on the linebacker on, on third down. I thought that was, I thought that was kind of bullshit. Um, you know, and so uh, yeah, I mean. My my whole thing is is here's the deal, and this is what I just don't understand about certain things. But like, clearly Matt Stafford was looking to no other than Cooper Cup on that final drive. All he did was throw to him. That's all every drive six times in a row. All he did. What am I doing? I'm throwing to Cooper Cup. What am I gonna do? I'm throwing to Cooper Cup. McVeigh. That was his calls. Like that was what he said. He's like, apparently that was like. We're going to Cooper Cup. <laughs> that was like yeah. the plan. And <laughs> not just the staff plan. That was like the plan. And it fucking worked. Yeah. yeah. And and it's like at no point was the defense like Double? I'm gonna leave the fucking tight end open. They're not going to Cooper Cup. Like like and there was never at a point where the defense was like, We're gonna put two people on Cooper Cup now. Nah, I like noticed, I noticed that as well. There was no like I at that point I'm just like, what are we doing? Like, yeah. and, and the other thing for Cincinnati is like, yo, I'm not a football coach. All I am is a, a couch quarterback that sits on the couch and talks at a television that doesn't talk back. All right, and I mean, talk, I, I do they, know. I do know if you don't have an offensive line, screens help. So, like, <laughs> I mean, like, I'm just throwing that out there. Like, if you don't have an offensive line, you know, screens help. So, like, um, <coughs> screens help. Sorry, I was, excuse me. I was that surprised. Caught me off guard. I was that caught me off guard. <laughs> You're absolutely right. And I was going to try to Google it really quick, but there's no way it's happening fast. How many screens were thrown in that game? Zero. I don't think I saw a screen on either side of the ball. Yeah, there was, there was, um, I mean, the, here's my, here's my beef right now. Okay. And here's my beef is I know Matt Stafford won a Super Bowl, but yo, cool it with the Hall of Fame noise. Like, oh, we love it. It's a story. I know it's such, but bad. let's cool. Let's cool it with the let's, hall of fame. Noise. I, my, and, and like, I hate it when people start getting addressed as future hall of famer. Don't, don't do that. Allow the work to be completed before you talk about its greatness. That's my personal take there. Don't, oh. Just don't. I agree with you hundred percent. However, I will say this. If you made me answer the question, probably. Yeah. Maybe not right away, but probably. At some point in Anyways. the longevity of the Hall of Fame, he, yeah, I mean, because that's the thing. It's like they're they're putting they still put old people in. Like once you once you get past the five years, it's not like Major League Baseball where you like stop. You can no longer be voted on by the writers or whatever. To, you know, like that's whatever bullshit baseball's dumbass does. But like, sorry, listeners, I don't mean it. You know, I'm just saying like. 
the we're at the worst league in sports. The worst. So they're not here's even playing a, here's right a, now. Here's what I'm taking. Here's what I'm taking from your take. Take a Bengals take. fan, or pulling for the Bengals in this game at least. Not fan, obviously Patriots. I was. I was. Because because everything you've said is leaning heavily in that direction, um, and also maybe See, a tad bit disgruntled with a few things, including officiating and play calling. C C Paquito. Word. I also will make one additional point, which Please. is Aaron Donald's greatness did shine. <laughs> And that's gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna segue your final point into my first point. That is my favorite part of this whole game. Is that leading up to the game, it was Bengals O line and the Rams D line. That's where it's gonna have to be won. That's that's the mismatch. That's Aaron Donald's the greatest, and Von Miller's really good too. And and that's what it came down to. And that's what ultimately won the game for the Rams. And I was pumped on that for Aaron Donald. And I saw him walking in to sit courtside at the Lakers game, uh, Jazz at LA uh, this evening. And oh, uh, nice. he's looking like Super Bowl champ, I'll tell you what. No. He definitely did him, his man. thing, man. And so some other takeaways from my side of, of the two homies chatting podcast here, the podcast THC. I'm two blind cat. That's Trace over there. Having no Hi. dog in the fight. And a little bit pulled in both direction, being a Browns fan with the Bengals being represented there in the AFC and Odell Beckham mm-hmm. Jr. on the Rams. Yo, I, this was one of the, this was one of the first Super Bowls I've watched where, like, even inside, deep inside, if I didn't say anything, I didn't really have, I didn't care, <laughs> I didn't care yeah. who won the game at all. Um, either way, it was going to be a cool story. And and I and I'm a fan of a cool story, but I like the way this one ended um, for Aaron Donald and Stafford yeah. and Sean McVay. Yeah. I'm a big fan of Sean McVay and the Young Rams. Blood. There, Eric Weddle getting a ring real quick. There, real qu- is yeah. is a cool story. And I'm, OBJ OBJ gets his ring, has a touchdown catch. But I'm also I'm gonna sound like an ass, but I'm a Browns fan, so understand where this is coming from. I'm also kind of glad he didn't get to finish the game. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> like he got his and that was it. Damn, Kenny. Because come on. Like if yeah. he went, if he went yeah. in yeah. the hero yeah. of the game, like, like that would have hurt a lot as a Browns fan because it's already bad enough that he goes to the Rams and has nine fucking touchdowns and wins the Super Bowl. Like, come on. And, and let, let me like, bef- so. just real quick though, like, at at any point are you like upset at the organization like at, at like because the entire game are you like uh, no are you sorry. like fucking browns that. like are you like why why couldn't we have made this work like what are we doing like what like to cuz to me since odell has been in la he's been good like he's been uh solid like and Stafford, yeah, I mean Stafford threw to Megatron, so like the motherfucker knows how to throw a football, you know. That, that, like that—that's the thing there that that is the secret scale tipper, 
is that Stafford is a quarterback who understands how to throw to a true number one. And that's not number one on the stat book because we all know Cooper Cup is number one in the stat book and on that team yeah. and on that depth chart, like for sure. And Odell would have been like a third had Robert Woods not tore his ACL. But like Odell is a number one in Odell's world, right? Definitely, without a doubt. Yeah. And, and the best quarterbacks understand that all receivers are number ones and they get them the ball, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Stafford was one of the best at that. Those two years he had with Megatron that were like the best passing years be- of all time. That's why they talk like, about Hall of Fame that. talk. Uh, that's yeah. legit. That's legitimate. Like that was an awful yeah. team and they were excellent. They were the best in the league on an awful team. That's impressive to me. So, yeah. But yeah, no, I, 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 I want to walk it back because I do have to say this about Odell. Okay. Um, I mean. There's a lot of people talking about the Odell noise all the time and, and saying all this and, and it's all just gibberish. Like he's actually a pretty solid dude and has been nothing but respectful to Cleveland and has not been not taken any chances or to swing back at that organization at all has not taken any steps to show any ill will or, or anything. And, and is and is kind of come off as pretty genuine in, in his time yeah. spent here. And um, I've got an Odell Jersey and it ain't going anywhere. And, that's so, good. So that's what Super Bowl I, champion. Jersey. The primary thing is that I'm pumped for him to go and get that championship. Yeah, and he's going to be all right, and he's going to be back probably in a Rams jersey next year too. So good for him. It's yeah, I wonder what I wonder what will happen to him because he, I mean he clearly can't maintain uh, health, and I mean like that's a non-contact injury. I, I get banning I get ban- the whole ban on turf and things like that, but like um I don't know. I mean that that's that that's like what how many times that's gonna be what the second time he tore that one or is that the opposite? I think it might one. be the opposite one. Is the, the same, same one? one? So yeah. So I mean that's just like that's another pump for him, stand up uh, dude. I mean yeah. Sucks for him yeah. to go down like that because he was balling. He was balling out. Had that touchdown, had that long catch. He was balling out, like for show. And just like he always has, when he was in orange or brown, he balled out too. Whenever he was available, that cha- he it changed out. the whole it changed the whole momentum of the game, man. Changed like at oh, that yeah. point Absolutely. it was like, oh, Cincinnati, you know, yeah. then all of a oh, sudden, shit. you know Jay's here. <laughs> T-, T Higgins goes, you know, they start the second half with a bang. Yeah. You know, they score this sort of I thought Burroughs, bro. I thought Burroughs was gonna do it, you know. Thought some bad play calling, but uh I disagreed I, you know, with running the ball, but I'm glad that yeah. they did because the Aaron Donald stop of the run on third and four is one of the manliest, dopest I'll take over this game plays I've ever seen a player make in my lifetime and I grew up watching Reggie White play and he used to do that kind of stuff. You know, I, I remember Lawrence yeah. Taylor. I remember Super Bowl's Lawrence Taylor. Like I remember they were really good. That, that was like that. That was like a man with another man on his back, grabbing one other man and saying, Nope, not today. Suckers. I'm gonna win a Super Bowl. That was impressive to me. So go and get it Rams. Go and get it. And to have to, and to win two years in a row, a team wins on their home field. Yeah, that's it cool. Never happening ever before in the history of the Super Bowl. 
Yeah, I thought that I thought that was neat. I'm and definitely on board with that. Cherry on top was the star-studded LA-based halftime show, bro. What did you think? Okay, so I, you know, I kind of had some high expectations for this, right? I don't want to say I expected too much, but I expected a little more than I got, okay? But what I didn't expect was the volume of surprises that were going to be provided, right? Like, because they said, you know, you had Snoop, Dre, Mary J. Blige, Kendrick Lamar, and Eminem. Eminem. That, so that, was their, that, that was right? the five. And you were like, five? You're like, damn, they got all of those? Damn. They got the Dre and They're like, here? how are they going to do this? Damn. And, and then, then all of a sudden, like, we're, we're getting, I've been hanging upside down for an hour, 50 cent, like, doing, it's my birthday, <laughs> go shorty, you know? And I'm like, is this for real happening? Dude, and I then, lo- like, what you got? I was so surprised. I like you. I, I was, was surprised at the fifty cent when he popped down from the roof. I lost my shit. I was so <laughs> surprised. It's fifty. It's Ferrari. Your buddy F fifty. It's Curtis Jackson from Law and Order. like the vitamin water guy. Um, it was. I was fired up. But you're right. And then your boy Anderson Pack. Anderson Pack. Yeah, that Kendrick Lamar. That was cool. That was cool. Yeah, Kendrick. I thought Kendrick killed it. I thought what was tough was I think that's the surprising was great, right? And uh I enjoyed it thoroughly. I was a big fan because I'm like, oh, they got everything. He brought out everybody. Everybody. Everybody in the club. And then but like I thought, like, what are you giving me? Lose yourself with Eminem? Come on, man. I didn't like here? that choice. That seemed what are like we doing that here? was. So here's here's my here's my thoughts on this because I agree with you. It's the Dre Empire, right? Basically, what we yeah. got is a halftime show of the influential music that Dr. Dre gave us. Right? These are all the people that he's discovered and brought up. All of them, every single one of yeah. them. Dr. Dre discovered after you know doing the Chronic in 92 after after his years at nwa right after all that he goes and gets snoop and snoop dog is there is only one snoop dog and he is hall of fame human being there has never been a cooler person than snoop dog ever in the history of human beings ever and there never will be another like it like to, to, to be equally as comfortable in on an, on a cooking show with Martha Stewart as you are in a halftime show at the Super Bowl is impressive alone and then to have it come out where he's just ripping that big blunt before going yeah, right stage, before right game. before you're just like <laughs> you are 50 you're 50 you are you are you you are you and are one the, the most person genuine person ever, ever done it ever ever done it and i and then the sweatsuit that he was wearing, bro, the sweatsuit that he was rocking with that bandana pattern, that crypt loop, that uh, he was doing the walk. Oh, yeah, when they were like, oh, they were cribbing at the rear. I was like, oh, so, so I got a little derailed there on my boy Snoop Dogg because there's a special place in my heart for Snoop. That was the, one of the pivotal artists for me that I discovered at a young age where I like 
connected with the the music and how it, it the energy of the music um i didn't know anything about living in long beach but i didn't have to because i understood the music of that. anyways that was dre's empire right that's snoop mary j blige then he gets eminem he's got 50 cent he's got kendrick, kendrick right anderson so, so this this is really cool for an LA team to win a Super Bowl in LA on home field with the halftime show being the most important music of our generation, probably out of LA. Like, what else out of LA of our generation? Yeah. So I'm excluding the '90s. That's here. tough. Like the grunge scene in the '90s was pretty good in LA or whatever, right? That's cool and all, but I I think it's the most important. To be honest, it's shaped the music that we listen to today. It's changed what pop music is now. Like pop music in 1991 is a lot different than what it is now, and it's because of it's because of of Dr. Dre, in my opinion. Yeah, no, I'm with you. So yeah, I was, I was glad we got to um, I was glad we got to to witness that. That was like that was that was a treat. That was that was a cool treat to see to see yeah my music that's how i feel about it and uh, and if you want to send me a nasty email you can but like that's how i feel about it like send my it to two homies chatting at gmail.com that's that's and i'm two line ken saying this for the record because uh, i know we might sound similar sometimes this is ken saying that's my music <laughs> being represented like so i want to ask you something yo holla at me how, how do you feel this ranks on Super Bowl half times. Is it number one? Because it could be. It this is my music finally represented at that. I didn't grow up with the Stones, but they had a really great halftime show. Kate I'm not a Katy Perry fan. I like Katy Perry, but she had a good halftime show. That was cool. Bruno Mars yeah. had a cool halftime show, but I'm not like a Bruno Mars guy. But I'm a doctor no. guy. I'm a stoop dog guy. Yeah, no, that that is true. I think I think you're right. I I I will say this. Like I I I I can't recall a halftime show that I enjoyed more than this one. So like I like a lot of halftime shows, you know, uh I just don't remember them. But to your point, it's like this is one I wanted to see. Like one of my 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 current favorite rapper right now is Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar. Dude, he's the right. He's, like he's one of the best in the game right now for sure. And it, I still listen to Kendrick just, weekly. Like he's he's in heavy rotation. Yeah. yeah so it's like I want to see sure. I want to see that. And I thought he literally was the best part of the that halftime show. Like so I'm like oh, I got what I want. Wild. Besides people Anderson playing. Kendrick drums oh when anderson's playing drums i'm like oh god that's what a i've because i've seen that live i've seen anderson yeah. perform right he's so drummer. like he's a drummer yeah. before he's a singer. he play every instrument like he's he good. can just he's do whatever he wants and like, pack guy so, over here as well great awesome musician yeah he, loved his work he opened up for uh world tour oh look at you i don't i don't know the reference because i don't have child's yeah, that's a kid's movie that he was in. He plays a character <laughs> and sings a couple of songs on the soundtrack. And it's actually pretty good. That's I'm awesome. not going to lie. 
Yeah, okay. I, I thoroughly enjoy all of his music. I, I can't put it number one all time on my list as much as I want to. Um, and I'm going to tell you what my number one is right away. And then we can talk Give me about the number one. Mentions. Okay. Number one right away is Prince for me. Um, because it gave me a, a whole new respect for Prince when it happened. Do you have the year that that happened? What happened was the Prince. What uh, was the 07. Prince Super Bowl halftime show. Because I'll 07. never forget seeing it and and seeing um yeah you're right 2007 I'll I'll never forget watching it because up to, I knew who Prince was obviously I yeah. heard the songs but watching the halftime show in 2007 where he did Purple Rain in the fucking Purple Rain, rain. in the rain Purple Rain in the rain oh. and just with the guitar and just like just gave me. And after that, I, I took a deep dive, and I've listened to all the Prince albums. I I, I know the man's music. I you know Prince. the man's music because of Holly. that. And that's just like, that was like, boom. That's probably the number one for me, and a lot of people's number ones probably. That's a sweet Woodmer Brothers glass, by the way. Shout out to the Woodmer Bros. Shout out to the bros. I, I enjoyed that. Weekends. Honorable mention for me is Weekends because I don't think we'd been Weekends shocked. was great. We haven't been shocked by a halftime show in a really long time, maybe if ever. And and can I share like something shocked about that people. one? Like they they had never seen anything that weird in their life, and I like that. Yeah, like I the like thing that. about the weekend one is, and I'm with you. Like I think every time somebody says, "I hope this this year's halftime show is better than last year's," I'm like, I think people forget that the halftime show was because it was designed for us more than ever because of covid the there were no there's nobody in the stands really i mean like that what they had like a third of the population in the in the stands specifically like, you're like, talking yeah. about the week yes, yeah the weekend's halftime show was, was designed for the television so it was the one not only like strange well i don't even think it was strange i thought it was fucking dope and i think it's like to your point it's like it was different was like, there was they took the camera in into hallways and stuff with them like it was yeah. different than any had ever been done now i also it, honorable mention to the rolling stones when they did the halftime show paul mccartney those were all really great halftime shows for sure and yeah. in my top 10 and i'm trying to remember others um i think wasn't elton john um, I'm not sure. I mean, I'm sure he was. I mean, I don't know how no, how far back. Maybe. Even. Um, but I I would say like I did enjoy the Katy Perry one because she fucking had like a big ass lion or whatever the fuck it was in the stadium, you know, like doing that song Firework, and I'm like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. that's Justin you know, Timberlake. I'm not Janet like Jackson. That's uh, that's I think a uh, uh, universal. Slip of the nipple. M- yeah, I think that's like a universal, memorable one. Yeah, the slipple nipple, uh, <laughs> little slap and tickle. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, I will say though, like, like, uh, it, it, like to your point, um, it was a halftime show. I was very excited to see, and it didn't disappoint. But I definitely didn't get my fill like uh i could the songs you wanted to hear is is something i heard from you and i agree with you there well like i was just like lose yourself come on what are we doing with eminem like he did lose yourself like 20 years ago come and i know you're trying to hit 
Like, I it's think too, it's important. To, it's 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 yeah. To, and and if you were to summarize impact, that that is one of the more important Eminem songs. It sucks, but that's the truth. Because that, I mean, Eight Mile, like yeah. that, that shit, like when it came out, that that nothing like that had ever glorified anything in rap like that. And nothing had ever been more important up into that point. And no soundtrack had been that good uh, except for the Forrest Gump soundtrack. Like, it's like, so, uh, and I, if you go into your local Greywell, shout out to the Greywell, got you in my heart always. If you go in there and you go to the soundtrack section, you're going to find like 34 Scrump soundtracks and 38 Mile soundtracks because everybody bought that and then later traded it, traded it in. So <laughs> get them, get them dollars. Yeah. But yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was high up there, man. It was great to see that, to see Dre. He looked swole as hell and yeah. to see him deliver on time. That was cool. Um, Cause remember, did them albums was like decades delayed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it all in all, um, you know, per the per the point, you know, you, you hit it three low riders on the on on the field. I did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, the, oh, the second that they showed the set, I was like, called it. <laughs> I was like, oh, Kenny got it. Two, three. <laughs> it cracked me up, man. I was when I saw that, I was yeah. like, oh, that shit I is funny. They have to. They have to with that shit, though. Uh, that shit is funny. Um yeah, dude. I will I will say this, you know, before we pivot into uh I think that I don't think that that was the song. Just no, that's it. I feel like that was part of that it. Was the, I think not. that was like I, the I'm, presidential one. That was like the maybe. <laughs> I think you went Congress there for a second. Shit, my bad. I thought I was doing can, the Olympiad. Can 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 before we pivot before we pivot. Um, I will say this. This. This is the one piece of the Super Bowl that I think uh, was most important uh, in my perspective. All right. And uh, it, it does deal with the Aaron Donald. And I will say that I felt Aaron Donald didn't show up in his first Super Bowl the way uh, he needed to show up. You That's know, well documented. And, and uh, I'm glad he got to write that wrong. Yep. And seal his greatness uh, with his second opportunity. So, you know, shout out to Aaron Donald. Uh, shout out to Pops for, uh, you know, losing but still winning. You know, he lo- <laughs> Bengals, Bengals lost. He had all his boys with him. And he ended up winning, like, I don't know, like $800. So, like. Uh, good for you, Dad. Uh. That's awesome. That's awesome. You are a legend, a man, a myth, and a legend, and one of the only people who I'm who I've met who has the ability to win while losing. And I'll drink. Yeah, that. that's cheers. Cheers, cheers to, to that. that. I've been studying it ever since the day I noticed it. Because if you can win while losing, then. Shh, you're always winning. 
That's how it works. That's that's how glass is always full because when it's half filled with water, the other half is filled with air. So, for more philosophy tips and advice, email two homies. <laughs> Just, kidding. Just kidding. But get, give give me the rundown, Ken. Give me the rundown here. All right, we're we're. Uh, what are we halfway through the Olympics? Are we halfway through right now? Probably I know a little you know more than halfway. When is um wh- when is closing ceremonies in the Beijing 2020 Olympics? I don't know. I'll get I'll get Julio. 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 Um. Yeah. What does Julio say? Because Febu- February 20th. In four days. Four four more days. Yeah, four days. So it's almost over. We got gold medal hockey going on right now. The women. Um, so, yeah, let's dive. Let's dive into it. Because I've been, I don't know, shout out to Peacock in your services. I have streamed every second of the Olympic Games. And it has been very enjoyable. Very enjoyable. What's been your favorite, Kim? What's been your favorite part, Kim? My so I got two favorites. Can I have two? Is that cool? you can have uh, it's it, dude? It's your podcast. You can have as many favorites <laughs> as you want. I'm gonna take two, and um, <laughs> uh, number and one is two two homies chatting. So <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's what the, the correlation there. I'm curling, curling man, and and, and I've always 100%. enjoyed the curling. We're on board. I think it was in. Um, it became an Olympic event in 1998, I believe. Um, and America has fallen in love with it since I don't think I don't like but in my in my young childhood I don't remember curling being around but I remember seeing it in 2002 when the winter games were here in Salt Lake City and being kind of like fascinated by it but not understanding it seeing it the last couple Olympics and being like man that's really cool and really enjoying it we medal a lot um, but this Olympics I gotta tell you man deep dive into curling right here uh downloaded a couple of apps where you can simulate strategy of curling um because that's what it is it's darts but it's like darts against an opponent or like lawn darts against the opponent, or like bocce ball a little similar to that in the sense it's a uh, shuffleboard dude shuffleboard like shuffleboard on shuffleboard ice on ice and oh man we have an excellent team and they um, qualify. They're moving on to the semis. Yeah, yeah. As of tonight, be Denmark. Um, they beat Denmark tonight. Yeah, and going on, chance to medal. Uh, it's dude. It's been really enjoyable to watch. And I've I've started. I've googling curling clubs. There's one in Park City. I'm looking at, and um, that's the only one I found so far. But I'm I'm looking to get into this sport, this game. Because to me, it looks like winter golf a little bit, maybe, you know, like it's like the same amount of time it's done. With it's buddies. a nice team sport. It's you a can, nice team you sport. You do it with your buddies. You drink beer while you're yeah. doing it. Have you heard they're mic'd up? They're mic'd up. Every single one of them is mic'd. And so you could watch the videos of them where they're like bantering back and forth. And I got to tell you, it reminds me of hanging out with my buddies. And I love it. <laughs> They're, they're yeah, like, they're all tatted up on his back. He's, he's, he's like, yeah. "Oh, that's cute." <laughs> you know, like they're, they're like they're buddies, and they're like, you know, our age. You know, like shout out to to Chris Plice, yo, metal bronze oh, yeah. in the mixed doubles. Um, homies, homies got hair. I bet he drinks beer. 
Yo, Chris, come on the show, bro. Let's get you on. Let's talk curling a little bit. Let's talk Olympic experience. Yo, got, I'm, got I Matt, you got the Matt look, by the way, with the mustache, strong mustache. The Matt, the Matt Hamilton. The, yeah, I'm rocking the Matt hair. Hamilton. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, Yo, he rocks them. He beard. rocks some J's too. He rocks some J's on he on uh. He does on on the he's he cruising. Does. He's got I'm like damn. And by just for our listeners out there who might not know what you mean by J's, you mean Jordans, right? J's on my feet. So Jeez, curling. So those of you who don't know, in curling, you usually have one shoe that's slippery and one shoe that's grippy. And you see a lot of them like they'll do. They look like they have heelys on, kind of a little bit. Yeah, because <laughs> they'll like I fucks push with those. off and like slide across the ice on the one shoe. And they kind of look like that nerd that had heelys in school. Like, and go Yo, I, there. and just but, so anybody listening to this podcast who rocked heelys. Custom you are Jordans. not a nerd. You're a, you're a nerd if you ever wore Heelys. And, and don't listen to that. You're don't listen borderline to that. borderline nerd if you had soap shoes. What? I said borderline. You're lying about the soaps. <laughs> lying about soaps, Kenny. Let's save that. Let's let's t- table that one for a second there. All right. But seriously, though, so he's got custom Jordans that are curling shoes so that he can do the slippery, slidey thing while he sweeps. That's um, sick, dude. That's my guy. Shout out Matt Hamilton. Dude, he's the dude. He's the dude. He's an inspiration to our Matt, come on the show, bro. John Schuster, what up, bro? Schuster. Come on the show, bro. The veteran. The veteran. Are we going to go back-to-back gold? I mean. I think so. From what I've seen in round, so I've been into it. Like I'm into it. I'm watching them. I'm rewatching matches here. The teamwork, the dialogue, that Team USA has, is surpassed by none. And their strategy, with the other team standing right there next to them, they're literally talking about what they think that they're going to do if they do this. But it's the level of communication that they have. I think they win a gold with it. Yeah, we face great, great Britain tomorrow, 7.05 a.m. Eastern time tomorrow in the semifinals. Winner goes to and gold the gr- medal match. And, and the Brits are number one. Um, so I'm feeling like we're going to title this match the Revolutionary War. All right? Let's just call that. Let's just say what it is. All Dude, right? I we fight we in. There. We could throw tea. We could throw a bunch of tea onto the ice. <laughs> like buckets and buckets of barrels, bags on barrels of tea. <laughs> USA, USA, USA. God, the British are coming. Guys. The British are coming. Team USA curling. We are here with you in spirit. Come on the show. Drink a beer with us. Let's talk. Let's talk. Throwing them stone. Forty-two pound stones, marble, gra- granite, granite. Forty-two pound stone. Granite. It's got electronics in it. Did you know that? It's got electronics, like electronics in, it? in it that has a sensor. I'm sure. So that you have I'm to sure. release it before the line. Oh, that's hog cool. line, they call it. You gotta throw it into the house. You gotta throw it past the second hog line in order for it to be in play. You gotta try to put it on My the man's button. In it. Did you know that in curling you only score like what you have more in the circle than your opponent? So you see a bunch of st- of the rocks on the circles. Like yeah. if you have a rock and your buddy has and your opponent has a rock, they cancel each other out. 
So like you only get a point if you have five stones and your buddy has four stones, right? Like, yeah, I didn't know that until recently. I didn't understand how curling was fucking scored. I just knew it was cool. Yeah. You just didn't know how much the points were worth. That's, that's why I'm still sovereign. But I will say, as far as I can tell, it's just one. It's a one for one. It's just a one for one period. Oh, like that's in the nice. house. That's... It's one for one, I think. But I think that oh, like that's good they to know. supersede each other. Like if one. What if on it's the in button, the red? If it's in if the red, the that's got to be like two. I, I don't think so, but I think it. Oh, I think it cancels out other stones that are in lesser spots. So if you have one on the button, and they have one on the, fo- they call it by the. Fo- it's a four foot, eight foot, and twelve foot ring in the house. Um. I don't know. Are you looking it up? Because you look like you're looking it up. And if you're looking like you're <laughs> up, you can look it up, I'd like to know for sure. It is called like the I house. Said, yeah. I don't know. I'm learning all of this. It's really cool, though. Um, NBC was at the Park City Curling Club with one of their remote guys, and they showed him trying to do curling. It was one of those guys who's like, I'm okay to be a dork. Let's go do stuff. <laughs> and they sent him places to go look dorky doing stuff. And he was doing the curling, and um, all I'm saying is I saw the guys at the curling club, and they looked like my dudes. And when I look at Team USA on the curling team, I'm looking at them, and I see the Jordans and the tats and the hair, and I'm like, you guys are my dudes. It looks like you guys are my dudes. Uh, Yeah, you're like, ah. Like when Dude, I see you guys my people, the... I, I recognize my people when I see them. I, I, I see my people over there. What do you got? What is this game that you're playing? I feel like I should be playing it. <laughs> I'm trying to. So, so it is. One. You got it? You got an answer for me? Because uh... if not, we don't have to. No. Answer. We're not supposed to be curling experts. Uh, uh... Yeah, no, I still can't kind of figure it out, dude. I'm pretty sure I they mean, just cancel each other out, but like, if like you win, that's kind of what it seems like. Yeah, but the the whole yeah, strategy it's just like there, one point. Everything's uh, just worth one. Yeah, yeah, and, and but the strategy there is you put stones in front of your other stones so that if they try to knock your stone out of the house, they have to get through your other stone. It's there's a, there's way more strategy than I ever anticipated. It's yeah, like yeah, thing. like create the obstacles so that they have to create more effort into the and the other really two players, like to the, really I, grind I the think ice. The camera angle that we watch curling at on TV doesn't do it justice. I think that we need to reassess how we watch curling and consume the our curling. Yeah, um, that's important. When you're watching the overhead camera, you don't get to see it actually curl. Um, but if you make like if you're watching it and you do like little points on the thing, you actually see they curl that thing like four or five feet. Like they literally so, and they spin it a little bit and then they broom it and sweep it and they literally curve it around rocks. It's impressive as fuck. I think. Yeah, so it sounds like what you are thinking of is like it needs a a like a a ball tracker, uh, like when PGA. Yeah, were, like in golf. Yes, they 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 started using the ball, the flight tracker, to, uh, sponsored by Top Golf. Game changer. Hockey had the blue light on the puck, so you could finally yeah, watch you the could puck. S- finally you watch could it. See the puck. That's what curling needs is whether it's a graphic in the corner that shows the trajectory of the stone, 
with like the speed or something like give, give me some more data there give me get aws on that shit right like so amazon amazon cloud services give it to me stat that stat that right isn't that the the dumbass phrase that they always say yeah stat, stat, stat that nobody stat, says that stat. shit i do uh side side note kenny going into uh going into tomorrow we're we're, we're playing in the metal round uh we are the only team that has given the brits their uh only loss so far so the Br- brits have only lost one they are top seeded and uh we we beat them uh so you know revolutionary war has already been won by us no tea needs to be thrown we're gonna get all the tea you can find we're throwing that shit on the ice (laughs) (laughs) yeah man i i think uh the olympics man we're 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 a little behind in the medal count but i understand because you know it's hard to beat cold weather countries all the time versus norway's number one and yeah norway germany they ski to school so fuck that that's yo Yo, you see Germany's uh, 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 um, two-person bobsled team just sweep the medal. Sweep. They, Germany, the first time in Olympic history that a country has swept uh, uh, an Olympic event. Uh, and so they, it they was two-person gold, bobsled. Silver, bronze. Silver and bronze. Bobsled. Yeah. Wow. And, it was, and it, was, it was rough. It was like the the person that did the third was like um, a solid, you know, um, almost like a full second ahead of the person, the country. I think it was like Sweden or something like that was like the country. So under. there is no and then question. Like, two guys. Germany. Bob was sled, just, Germany's the best in the world. at Germany's like the we best. We ever have to like compete with aliens <laughs> for our races our species bobsled in the two-hand bobsled we better pull from germany that's all i'm saying i like that and for our listeners to know like it's not even close all right like <laughs> it's not even close like like the numbers aren't even close to the next country that we're gonna need to participate in uh, and it's not it's like it's it's drastically it might not even get past two or four germans i mean like literally this might be handled within four germans six at least six germans until we get to where we consider another country i like that well like and it makes you think like how many people were close to still qualifying that would fuck up every other country you know like like, could switch their citizenship to like what yeah like they'd be number one yeah, like how many other German pairings are there that are just straight fire, but they only allow three to advance? And but it was impressive. It was impressive, you know. As as uh, my native country, um, that's pretty true. cool. You were born in Germany. See, si, see, si, yeah, it's a si. proud moment for you. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Not, not. I mean, no, no ties to it. You know, I'm, I'm straight USA all the way. But all the way, you know. When when they stink, I got at least I got a backup. Well, I'll um I'll tell you, there's one other event this this Winter Olympics that I really fell in love with, and that's Hello, snowboard cross. And I've watched this a few times. I've watched the X Games. I watch the X Games every year. I love it. Summer, winter, I love it. I'm an X Games guy. Of course, skateboarding in the Olympics is well documented. Episodes 20 through 25 of Two Homies Chatting the podcast. Check it out. Tell your friends. 
but snowboard cross just really grabbed me um, this year, specifically our mixed doubles team. And just as a side note for our listeners, this is something new that the Olympics is doing. This mixed doubles team idea. And I love this. I love, love, love. Yeah. One male, one female from every country competing in an event as a team. And they do it with like big air ski jumps. And so the guy goes, does his trick, gets scored. Girl goes, does her trick, gets scored. Their combined scores compete against another mixed doubles team from another country. I love, love this. But our USA team took gold this year. And uh, a pretty epic team highlighted by our 40-year-old buddy. Nick Baumgartner. There he is. Mm-hmm. And I, the legend of snowboard cross on the women's side. Jeff Her, I forget her name. She's she's a legend. See, I, you never forget legends' names. Uh Lindsay Jacobellis. Jacobellis, that's right. Sorry, I just got my article pulled up. Sorry, I was a little behind that. It's the beers. They're just so delicious. This Wasatch our share IPA. In my tall glass tonight. Ooh, in your tall football glass? Oh, no, that's just no. a tall glass, tall glass. That's just like yeah. my bar glass. I, um, I tapped into the juicy sunrise from our from our bros at Widmer um, the as, the, as the second one. And I'm as realizing me. that, like, whoa, uh, feeling <laughs> whoa, it. all right. Let yeah, me, man. but real quick, Kenny, Kenny, let me ask you something, okay? Please. Speaking of snowboard cross, okay? Speaking of our boy. Nick Baumgartner, 40-year-old snowboarder. The guy. As somebody who is currently 36. 36. Okay. Four years, you're, you could be 40. I started training yesterday. You, how does it make you feel as a, as a human to know that like the best, the best in the world, the greatest, Snowboard cross male in the world is a 40-year-old from Michigan. It makes me feel great. I love (laughs) it. I got four years to train before the next Olympics. Do you know where they are? Next Olympics? Yeah, I got the Julio. I think it's um, Canada? It's Italy. 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 Here I come. Milan and Ooh, Cortina de Ampeza. Come Milan. I'm coming for Italy 2026. Snowboard cross title. I don't know, man. I watched the course. Did you watch? Have you watched any of it? Dude, it's fun. I've man. watched it's a little tricky. bit. It's tricky. Like it does, it's not um it's not as it's not just like snowboarding down a run. Like there's there's some pretty gnarly jumps that you hit at pretty gnarly speeds, and oh yeah, and there's a lot of pumping involved, and the difference between gold and nothing at all is half a second, and and is I literally the difference. Like our our boy Baumgart, um, Baumgartner, he was in the men's rounds and literally yeah. pump, pumped one of the transitions wrong. And lost a little bit of momentum and didn't medal at all, and was literally Ugh. right there, looking at silver or gold, and then and that's the difference right there, and that's that's just a lot of fun, man. That's some Ricky Bobby shit, man. You just got to go fast. Yeah. 
And yeah, it, if you ain't first, you last. It's it's like there's a couple of of Winter Olympic events that I can watch with great anticipation and that give me a little bit of that like competitive anxiety, like oh, what's gonna happen? Oh, yeah, like a little a little bit of that excitement. And snowboard cross is one of them because they wreck all the time. They have to like ski patrol them out on the sled all the time. Like they wreck. Like it's like it's the NASCAR of Olympics. Is literally what it is, and it's awesome. Yeah, uh, you you know what's kind of too is is uh, another type of NASCAR of the Olympics is team uh, uh, speed skating. I watched the team speed skating. <laughs> the relay. Yo, shout out to uh, shout out to uh, Team USA for changing the entire strategy in the game of team speed skating. It shit is crazy what they were doing, dude. Like, I was like, oh, I, after they explained the whole strategy shift, I was like, oh, how come nobody's ever like thought of this before? I was like, this is pretty. <laughs> I was why, like, oh, this, this seems pretty that? simple. Like, why is everybody yeah, not doing deal. this? Uh, but, but yeah, they, they hit the bronze. They were world record holders, but they hit the bronze. Bronze, bronze. So, you know, hey, Olympics, man. We, I, 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 you know, the I one thing it. that we need to, we need to be better. All right. Like, here's the thing, Kenny. Okay. Like I know we're like third in the medal. All right. But it's not good enough. Okay. Listen here, team USA. Okay. You know what? You're just a bronze medal. Okay. And I don't do bronze medals. All right. We either gold or we gold. Okay. There's no silvers. There's no bronze. So we apparently got to step it up because you know, I like, we're behind. I like your I like your competitiveness. I really, really do. Looking at the medal count at that broad of a perspective, as competitive as that, doesn't make a ton of sense to me um, because of how skewed it is, and it never matters until the end of the Olympics because the team sports, none of them have been decided. Hockey, things like that. Right, right. The, totally, totally. Medals are medals. Like it doesn't matter. Um, I'm just saying that, like, in the summer games, okay, like when we're number one in the in the 2020 games, we we put up 113 medals. That's true. And and number two was 88. I'm just saying, I got standards. All right, I got standards. Really, really okay. good numbers by you there, um, Julio. You, he must respond to your emails because he hasn't he hasn't done anything for me here. Are you are but, you are you putting an exclamation? Are you paying? No, him? no. You're no, paying, but him. you're putting an exclamation point. Him. He has a couple a day that he hits. He hits a couple a day. <laughs> yeah, he does good work, Ken. Slack. Yeah, I just Shit. hit him with the high importance and let him know. Are you doing that? Because if no, not, of course not. I'm sure it's just getting bogged down. You know, at that point, like if it's if it's not important, it's just I get to it. You know, I do, I'll get to I it in three th weeks. I would like to see um, more medals in um, a lot of events, but we have dominated a few events like slope style skiing in the men's side. Got two of the three medals there. Uh, yeah. Park City's own Alex Hall just honestly untouchable like he was one of those athletes that was just noticeably better than everybody else that was fun to watch um shout out to shout out to utah's own there 
Um, Biathlon is my other event that I find myself watching every single Winter Olympics. Do you ever, do you ever divulge into the biathlon? Ski, 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 uh, ski, shoot, 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 shoot. Ski, 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 shoot, shoot. shoot. <laughs> ski, 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 shoot, 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 shoot. Ski, 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 shoot, shoot. I fucking love it. <laughs> the, those are <laughs> the like those reasons. Of those shots. Yeah, you're like, you're like, damn, this is some old ass sport. Like that, that shit's been going on way too long. You know, like so you're like, oh, shooting for as long as we've had legs, for as long as we can be doing it. You know. It's uh yeah, that shit's funny, dude. That's uh biathlon. So before we sunset, let me ask you something. Ooh. And I know we got next I know we got next week and and we'll talk more Winter Olympics, I think. Cause I got I got you saw my note. I've been adding stuff constantly. Like I'm 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 like a little too involved in it right now to like really like we're gonna have to give a good summary next week, I think, after, of the Olympics. After, after yeah, we'll we'll happens. do an Olympic. There's, there's Olympic still a lot of shoutouts to happen. I'm really glad we got to the curling shoutouts today because number Curling's one, got put that gold Anything up. away from my lecture today? Team USA <laughs> curling, number one, all the way, all the I'm way. Sending my application in tomorrow. I want to be a part of you. I'm, I'm in. I love uh, that. Yeah, all about it. But here's what I want to ask you before we sunset. What's up? If you were a Winter Olympic event, which event would you be? Like, like you were an event. Which Olympic oh. event would you be? I feel like that the Olympic event that we highlighted today for for several minutes up to 15 um is is more of who i am as a person you know like curling i'm long i'm long um i am mellow uh sometimes i yell i like teamwork and um teamwork makes the uh it's also something uh my, one of my favorite bar games in the world is shuffleboard so yeah. i feel like that just kind of cor- correlates over so i i feel like on all honestly i i like to snowboard but i'm more of a, a surfer on the mountain so i'm not more i'm not a go fast kind of guy the big air gives me anxiety <laughs> i would love to be a hockey player but i have hockey hair i don't have <laughs> The, I, I prefer to have all my teeth, but I guess I can trade that off with the financial sure. aspects of hockey. Sure. Um, I'm not a figure skater, so uh, bless, ble- bless, I was, bless I was, my heart. I was kind of setting myself up for that joke. Sure the ice dancing. So I'm sure. I was going to get to that, but you kind of got me there. That's all right. Uh, uh, ice dance you sure <laughs> and um and i'm for sure i'm like for sure not speed skating so you know and i i think if i were any other one i feel like when i was when i was um watching i feel like i could be in the bob in in a two-person bob set okay but the back person okay so the guy who's pushing 
really hard and like getting real fast off the ground and like using its momentum. And then I just try to get real tight and then let my homie up front do all the work. Just like this podcast, dude, I just let you do all the work. (laughs) And then, (laughs) and then, but i i i feel all in all dude curling curling is uh is the sport that would best identify me as a person i i like it i like it um i i have no arguments against it um i would like to say the same thing but for the sake of radio i won't um but but just to help the listeners me and you are like if, if somebody like if, if we somebody smart, had identical <laughs> twins that didn't look alike at different ages and time yeah, yeah, we're like this you know like in the new spider-man spoiler alert listeners in case you haven't listened like in the new spider-man because they open up the dimensions you know so then you have like all the different spider-mans all in one where like if all the different spider-mans in one like met each other and they were like so bro actually i'm just gonna stick around i'm not gonna go back and we're just like I'm like another dimension version of of Ken. And Ken's like another dimension <laughs> version of me. We just right. rename different. That's right. I'm trying to find. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to find the ski event that I think that I am. If I'm not curling, I am this event. Cross country uh, skiing. It's the. Um, I think it's the moguls. <laughs> Where it's boom, 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 the whole premise of it's chess it's the chess strategy of it all it's chill it's your team your mind on a level playing field and nobody has to to be 20 meters in the air spinning at all ever because that's not normal and i'm not i'm not into that nobody has to go 85 miles an hour down down the mountain although i will give my little plug here as I obviously reminded of my other favorite event is the super G because that's a fun event watching the skiers fly down the mountain in the super giant. Oh man. Like mogul, like where they're going 85 miles an hour and making those turns, especially at this Olympics. That shit's, where the, it was that one shit's of the hardest terrifying. tracks ever that they said like, Holy yeah. hell. That shit terrifies the hell. But out that's of me, not man. me. I'm definitely, nah. if I'm an Olympic event, I'm definitely curling for sure. Like, you know, like typically like, like my, my style is like, you know, they say, they say, Hey, it's cool to go five miles over the speed limit. Like I'm a three miles under. Okay. That's just me. All right. Like you're you're minus four. The sign says 70. I go 74. Um, Oh, that's a nice, that's a nice even number. Um, yeah. If it says 55, I'm driving 52. Uh, that's (laughs) shit. We never get slow tacos. Uh, low and slow baby low and slow um but yeah ken i i uh think um all in all the olympics have have been disappointed all too much 
you know, Team USA all the way. All the way. We got to wrap it up, though. I mean, don't be like. We missed out on a medal with Team USA hockey. I mean, how are you going to give up a goal with 43 seconds left? Your bums. All right. Your bums. To be honest, that was unbelievable. And then you lose in a shootout to Slovakia. To Slovakia. Come on. What are we doing? Huh? Do you Slovakia need us to get out there? Do you a, need me and Kenny Slovakia, to get listen, out there? Listen, don't you make don't don't make me call Lucas Labe on you, bro. Like Slovakia is a his, historic historied hockey nation. They have many champions from their country and, and Stanley Cup winners from their country. So that it's not like we lost to some fucking bums. Like they were fourth at Sochi. Like like they're they're good. But watching that goal get scored to tie it with 43 seconds left was very disheartening. I mean, it just hurt my stomach. It hurt everybody's like, stomach. Oh, and that's God. obviously why they didn't win the game. That's tough. And yeah. Right now, Once it happened. Right now, Ugh, as we sunset, humbug. the USA Ooh. women's hockey team is down by one with 12 seconds left in the third and have to make a push right now for a gold medal. Or they're taking home silver, which is good. Yeah, but we, I mean, it's hard to beat the Kananadins. They're the best at hockey, man. They're good. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's always cold they're up good. there, you know. They're good. And, well, I, I want to save this for next time because I want to deep dive into it um, a little bit more than we have time for now. But um, the the gear has been on point for Team USA oh. in every single event. The Columbia sponsored gear, the sp- even the Spider sponsored Team USA gear for the ski team. Oh yeah, was mm-hmm. on point. And I and I think the highlight and number one of them all is the Team USA hockey jerseys that Nike did are the coolest hockey jersey I've ever seen with the shield, with the shield patch in the corner and the USA. And it looks like Nike did all the hockey jerseys. A very close second oh, to Team yeah. USA's is the Canadians jerseys, where they have the red with the black. Is just fire. Like I'm a gear guy, and when I see those jerseys, I want. I have to have. I want. Give me a TJ Oshie and an XL, please. Give me a TJ Oshie and an XL. Yeah, let's see here, because I thought, um, what's called? Uh, They're good, dude. The Canadians, like the red with the black maple leaf, it's just cool, man. (laughs) It looks like the Monty look. Like, it's cool. But we'll deep dive some more, because I want to give some propers out there, because there's some real fresh looks out there. Yeah, I think uh, I'm like, all about that. Like our people, our people have us looking really good when we're on national TV winning medals. Like we look good, and I'm proud. I'm proud of that. Yeah, I mean it's it's nice to you know you you what's the old fashioned saying? You look good, you play good, right? Look good, feel good, feel good, play good, play good, make yeah, money. You know, that's 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 the key. You know, if you're not looking. If you're not styling, profiling, how are you going to woo? A lot of truths to that, my man. A lot of truths. You know? 
yeah, you know, we appreciate everybody for listening to this great episode of, uh, I'm just calling it, I'm calling this episode the GOAT. This episode's the GOAT. It's the greatest of all time. All right. This is probably a Hall of Fame episode, Ken. Okay. It's a Hall of Fame episode. <laughs> Way too early Hall of Fame projections for <laughs> on Two Homies Chatting. Join us next week. <laughs> thank you everybody for always listening sharing us uh seriously shoot us uh an email we might activate some social media in the future i got my guy i got my guy gary on a website which will have a sign up function i got him on it just give us a couple weeks we'll have a website up and running and an email list because we got to keep you updated but honestly neither of of these two homies can stand social media right now and so we ain't gonna do it that way join our mailer we're going the old-fashioned way which is word of mouth oh yeah i meant word of mouth pony express postcards Ooh, that'd be cool some two homies chatting postcards and just send them to random addresses i got a guy that can make that happen that'd be sick you know i don't know maybe it won't be sick just say something like hi listen to our podcast and then hi you don't know us but we are two homies chatting i don't even want to do that trace i don't even want to do that Ken. i just want to say if we're going to do this we were born i want to send out 1000 random postcards to random addresses throughout the united states of maybe globally maybe we could throw some international addresses in there as well and you know what i wanted to say two homies chatting wishes you have a great day that's it don't listen. No, no listen requests. Don't check us out. No requirements. Just have a good day. That's it. That's some everybody love everybody type of stuff. Shout out to our boy Anthony Edwards. Handling your business. Doing it. Being a true homie. Doing it right. Matt Doing Hamilton, what's right. up? Come on the show, bro. Making a making a difference in your world which turns out is connected to my world and everybody else's in the world. So yeah, it's like, you, you got to do something. What's the point of having the power if you don't use it? You know, like what's the point, you know, isn't that what like Bruce Wayne's all about? Like you got all this shit, bro. How do you use it for good? You know, you got to like, what's the point of having the power if you don't use it? You know, cause everybody knows money's power. Right, it's all that shit, you know. Gotta, gotta, gotta be, gotta, you know. Love everybody, love everybody, everybody, love everybody. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna have to get me. I'm gonna have to get me a chicken sandwich after sunset. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna need me a chicken sandwich. If I hadn't already ordered sushi earlier, I'd be ordering burritos right now. But that's the trouble with sushi. You eat some sushi and you're like, damn, this sushi's so good. And then an hour later, you're like, God, I want some Beto's. Yeah, I'm like, dude, uh, you know sushi don't fill you up. Would you, you get sushi delivered to the crib? Nah, I pick it up. But only yeah. because, like, I use the... the. Where'd you go, to Tsunami? No, no, I use the Garden Bistro down the street. They make a good roll, man. Nice. They do a good job. And I would use DoorDash. I'm a DoorDash guy. I have nothing against it. I use it all the time. 
Um, but like when you pull up the menu on DoorDash and they got these rolls, like and they're like sixteen dollars a roll, and you're like, what? And then you go to their like website, their Q menu, where you can order they're like twelve ninety nine, seven dollars, and you're like, you literally yeah. doubled your price on DoorDash for me. No, I mean I could because it costs I'm, so much. I'm two point six miles away. I can just pick it up. It's cool. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm with you. I'm with but, you. I'm like I that, all that the around. Taste. I get it. I get what they're doing. I turn it around and I just, I, I probably spend the same. I just tip the actual people that deserve it. The guy's rolling my suit. Yeah. Roll my yeah. suit. Moral to the story, Kenny's saying is support your local business. You know, give your, give your local sushi shops some L O L O L O L O B E. Give it to them. They need it. Some L O L O L O V E. I think that's uh some somebody somebody from the early two thousands sang some song like that. Sounds like some tribe called Quest shit. I don't think I think it's more white than that for sure. I think it's it's much more white than that. I don't mean that in any way other than just like it's it's a little bit more like. Like if you at the the Antarctica's, you know, it's definitely like I think it's more towards like the Arctic Circle, you know. Same, but way different. Like it's music, but dude. But thanks to you, everybody. Arctic Circle <laughs> down here got the cheesy breadsticks. By the way, check them out. The Arctic Oh man, I'm so hungry right now. I really can't. I can't well, even. Well, sign, sign us off, bro. We gotta go. <laughs> Let's go. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening to this fresh new episode of Two Homies Chatting. <laughs> it's about to be an All episode right, of you. Two Homies Munching.